drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. It is picked up by the line, coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30, at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there, Enzo, touchdown to Trumbier, Marvin Jones. Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. What's going on, everybody? It is Wednesday. This is your host, Eric Oakry, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. And there's so much stuff, lines to talk about. We're, we're just going to get right into it. But again, this is a special show. I got a special guest. We got to hit this music. Bro. The king of bros is back. Oh, baby. <laughs> Stefan, my buddy, my homie. What's going on, man? You're coming back here to talk lines. How you doing this week? Hey, bro. It's good to be back. I'm excited. Lions are looking good. Got some hope on the horizon. So just excited to talk football again, man. Bro, I'm excited to have you. But but here's the thing. Let, let, let me pull your music down. I don't even know why I give you intro music every week. And here's here's the issue I got with you. We're going to talk Lions here on the show. I want to get your thoughts on the draft. I hope you don't put the people to sleep. You're usually pretty entertaining. And we're going to talk about carry-on getting cut and a whole bunch of other things. But I got to give you junk off the bat because I, I, I bring you on the Kool-Aid cast. I serve you up a big thing of that Honolulu blue-flavored Kool-Aid. You say, oh, man, I'll come on once a month. We'll talk football. It'll be fun. Oh, the first show was a great time. The second show, you you can't make it. Some orthodontist meet work meeting. I don't know what your excuse was. It reminds me of the Seinfeld where Costanza like has Kramer get him calzones, and then he screws <laughs> up the first one, and 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 he's just like, it's the first one. <laughs> How do you mess it up? Like you're back this week, but I mean, gosh Almighty, can can you come through for me, bro? Can you can you can you be a little more wow. on point? You only got to you only got to give me an hour here to talk some football. Well, Seinfeld's a great show, so oh, I'm in tremendous. good company. Whatever. Yes. Um, listen, you know, priorities, baby. My girlfriend said I couldn't go, so I couldn't go. <laughs> oh man, Where, where's <laughs> I don't have the sound effect. Let me just do it. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, verbally here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, she signed off on the hall pass. We're ready to talk Lions. I've given you crap off the bat. You had no good excuse, no good reason, but you showed up this week. So you ready to talk Lions football or what? I am, bro. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do Let's this. And and like I said, I've been telling people all about my draft thoughts. I actually literally, before we got recording here, just got off a call with Brad Holmes, general manager of the Detroit Lions, Dan freaking Campbell. Do you know who Dan Campbell is, uh, Stephanie? You ever heard of this guy? Uh, kneecaps, baby. 
So I got to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're you know that kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. All right. That's going to be the and mentality. I, I might have to take a little bit. I might have to take a kneecap if you miss another show. And nobody wants to hear about soccer or the sport we shall not speak of here on the show. So let's talk football. And I've been telling people. So like I said, I talked with Dan freaking Campbell, Brad Holmes. I even got some time with Chris Spielman, Ray Agnew. Because they had a season ticket holder call, and it was awesome. They talked all about the draft. They had all their guys on there. It was incredible. I'll get into that another day. But I got you on, and I've been talking all about the NFL draft. And I know you're not some whiz. You're not watching every pick. You don't have the draft room like me. You're, you're not all into it. But you know, you, you know some football as well as you probably got some takes on some things. So give me, like, the Stefan big picture view, what you felt at the draft. Are you hyped up? Did they get some players you like? Where are you at with this whole thing? Holy name drop, bro. You're fancy. Wow. But uh, a little old me, I like the direction, man. You know, obviously we, we, we got the, the big, big guy up front with Sewell. I love the energy, the passion, like that, uh, that Holmes and, and uh, big old kneecap guy there. We're, we're giving it on camera, just, just hooping it up, jumping around. It's exciting to see. Actually, you know, bring some excitement back to the city. So obviously I love that pick. You can't pass that up. Um, you know, taking two big knees we got there in the second and third round with the linemen on the defensive side. I mean, I like the direction. We have a sense of purpose. We know where we're going. And, yeah, man, I'm excited to see, like, just building blocks. That's good stuff from you, man. I, I really think Sewell was huge. He's a huge man. It was a huge pick. It was a huge value. Uh, <laughs> he likes to just throw people out the club, so we all love that. And like you say, speaking of throwing people out the club, I don't know if he sent you the gift, but I know I tweeted it out, <laughs> of Kurt Angle suplexing Shane McMahon through the plate glass window. That's what my man Brad Holmes almost did to Rod Wood, and I loved it. He just bear-hugged him and almost slung him right through the, the glass draft door window, which would have been awesome on so many levels. Uh, I've, I've made that joke before, but it's always funny. As well, as well as he threw Chris Spielman around too. So Chris Spielman thinks he's some big old middle linebacker. Well, Brad Holmes from tossing him around like uh, a little rag doll. So I, I love the enthusiasm as well. I'm glad you hit on that. So let, let me throw something at you here. So I'm looking at in the second round, they, they got Levi Onzerike. Now let me ask you this. We all know nobody wants to say Onzerike a million times. His first name is Levi Stefan, what are you thinking about my new possible nickname for the big fella, Big Denim? <laughs> it's original, I guess. Um, you know, I get it. Playing words, you're a you're a witty guy, there, bro. Witty guy. <laughs> I, I'm thinking you should roll up to like game day in like all denim, everything, and just big man denim. You know what I'm saying? And just just I'm just embrace all this. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so, hey, listen, so hey, I, I'd roll up there with you. We'll, we'll embarrass ourselves together, all in the name of the Kool Aid cast. We got this, bro. <laughs> exactly, man. All denim, all day, every day here in the D, baby. But uh, I think Levi's going to be a real good football player, real big, nasty guy. Uh, you can't have too many big fellas that can you know, are, are big, they're strong, and these guys can move. Levi and Aleem McNeil, baby. This guy's 330 pounds, and man, can he move. 
you know, he plays like he plays uh, the outfield like me and used to back in our softball days. I know it's a sport we shall not speak of, but we got to make that joke. If I got you on the show, me and you tracking down everything back in the day, as well as I mean, this guy moves bodies. I think he's going to be really fun to watch. And as long as he can be disruptive, him and him and Big Denim, I feel like. That's going to be something we haven't seen in a while. Two big boys up front just moving people around, blasting people off the ball. It's going to be great. Yeah, man. Hey, if they ever get tired, need a sub, post-COVID, I'm pretty big too, so I'll get in there and throw some bodies around. But, no, it's, it's good to see, man. Like I said, starting from the, the trenches, doing things right, just you know, getting, getting nasty with it. I love it. And like you said, doing things right, big boys and stuff up front. Now, they did get a skilled player in the fourth round, St. Brown, kid out of USC. This is a, a really fun player, too. I've I've compared him to Golden Tate, you know, got a little Steve Smith in him. He likes to block you like Heinz Ward would take your head off back in the day. I think <laughs> this guy can come in and play day one in the slot for the Lions. So I like that pick. Uh, I just got off this call again with my man, Chris Spielman, and uh, he said he was just fired up about Derek Barnes, the linebacker. He said no linebackers ever impress him, but he gave his full endorsement of Derek Barnes, and I, I really love that pick. So we feel linebacker and receiver to make all the fans happy who were crying about that forever. I think these are going to be two ball players. Yeah, but I mean, we're, I mean, we're we're still still lacking in depth in those positions, but obviously big big needs fields. Um, and like I said, I mean, the fact that Spielman is so behind this guy obviously is promising. That's news to me. So you know, a little insider track from you, all all good to know. But um, yeah, we still got to build those positions. But like I said, we're 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 doing things from um, you know from the beginning, kind of building the groundwork. And like the future, I'm saying like we're we're gonna we're just gonna keep growing, you know. Like it's a it's a rebuilding season. That's fine, but we're putting the pieces in place, and we're gonna we're just gonna keep getting better. So I'm excited. My my buddy, you know, 54. Me and him had to jump on a Zoom call. You know what I mean? He had to he had to kind of check with me <laughs> if I was okay with the linebackers. You know, Brad Holmes is like, here's my plan. You know, what do you feel about it? You know, I I green lighted the thing. What can I say? I mean, I got a, I got hey, the hotline over there to Allen Park. You know. I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. <laughs> and, and I must say, I mean, I give you crap off the top of the show, but you're doing much bro better with your bro count this week. I mean, I give you music. I tell you to say, bro, it's funny. And then you, and you come on the show and you say, like, one bro. So you're up to about 10 already, which I think is entertaining. You put the pressure on me. Sometimes I try to let me just let me just free ball here. And I'll do what I got to do. <laughs> It's pressure, but when I see you in real life, all you do is say bro every other word. You come on the show, and I want you to do it for for laughs, and you don't do it at all. I mean, come on. Come on, bro. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's the thing. I do have your I do have your second soundbite, don't I? I need to lean into that a little bit. I'll find it. Uh, Bruh. There we go. But, uh, see? But, <laughs> a little reminder goes a long way, baby. So, so here's the thing. So the Lions are getting A pluses across the board. You sound excited. Obviously, I'm drinking that Detroit Kool Aid. I mean, hold on. Let me serve up a glass for you and the people. Big tall glass. Drink it in. Drink it in. Drink it in. Uh... A little remix there. I mean, I mean, drink that in. Soak it in, everybody. Side of cornbread. Cornbread. Like, <laughs> I. I think they're getting great grades. I mean, they didn't have another pick in the fifth or sixth round. They end up getting this kid, Jermar Jefferson, late in the seventh. I mean, this kid has got some – he's ability to play football. I'm excited about him as well. 
We will take a break and talk about carry-on, but don't sleep on this running back, Stefan. This kid plays fast. I don't care what his 40 said. He can catch it. He's a good kid. His coaches love him. He's productive. Like, I think this might be a nice two or three, uh, number two or number three running back for the Lions that they took with a third to the last pick in the draft. You know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. We'll see what happens, bro. No, <laughs> he looks good. It, it's crazy. Like, Brett Holmes, he's known for that late-round magic. So, yeah, it's, it's all good to me. And, and that's the thing is that, you know, he had the scouting background, and I was all hype about it. You know, I've always loved the draft, and I feel like when you draft good players, that's when your team, young, it's cheap. These guys are, you know, got juice, all that type of stuff, rather than bringing in the old veterans. So I wanted to see what he would do, though. So, and I feel like... He hit a home run with the first pick. The The next four picks are all quality players. He took a really nice flyer late in the draft. He almost killed Rod Wood. I mean, he was chest bumping and thumping in the, in the draft room. He's got some personality. I mean, I feel like it's a whole new team for the Lions. It starts with Brad Holmes, Dan freaking Campbell, Chris Spielman, uh, all those guys in there. Absolutely love what they're doing from top to bottom and feel like the draft was just... It was a home run on so many levels. Well, not a home run. That's the sport we shall not speak of. This this was the ultimate Gronk spike type touchdown for the first, right. you know, play by this regime. I loved it. Yeah, and I'll just say before break, usually, you know, you're you're gung-ho, you're lying slappy to heart, but <laughs> I couldn't have said it better. You know, yeah, we, we made the right picks. We're in the, we have a, a solid direction. And we got we have players that we can just build upon and, and get a actual like a foundation and a buy-in from all the young players. So bruh, I like it. Bruh, bruh. And I, I I like it. I will admit I obviously am always optimistic on the Detroit Lions. Drink it in, man. <laughs> but I serve it up here on the show, and I really feel good that these guys. I mean, I think they took the right players. I don't think that enthusiasm is fake. You know what I mean? I feel like sometimes when, 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 uh, you know, what, what's his even name? I'm forgetting Bob Quinn. When Bob <laughs> Quinn and Matt Patricia would come out, like I tried to support those guys, but it was about two years in, a year and a half in, you know, six months, whenever it was, when I was just like, these guys are phony a holes. These guys, nobody likes them. They don't know what they're doing. I mean, you take a tease Tabor in the top of the second round. The guy runs like a, a five flat forty. I mean, it was a horrible pick. So, I, I feel like these guys, Moxie is genuine as well as they they're making smart decisions from top to bottom. I mean, I feel like it's gonna pay off. I don't know how quickly, but feel good about it. So yeah, I drink that Detroit Kool-Aid all day, wow, every wait. day, bro. Smart decisions without being the smartest guy in the room. Wow. Exactly. Bro, that's, that's crazy. Bro, that's what I'm talking Bruh. about. So let, let's go ahead and do this. We're, we're giving you a rapid fire show. Stefan with some strong takes, some other short takes, because he really doesn't know what he's talking about sometimes, but I bring him <laughs> on the show anyway. I'm serving up that Kool-Aid with him. We're having some fun. We're going to take a break, get our sponsors in here. When we come back, we're talking about carry-on getting cut. We we're, we might hint on this Monday morning quarterback article that came out about Dan freaking Campbell and Brad Holmes, as well as what's Stefan's expectations for the Lions now? What's he thinking? I mean, Stefan creaked open his wallet and paid me we're actually going to a lions game this year we're gonna hit it up me and stefan me and my buddy chops i mean i'm going to at least two or three games this year in person these guys got me off the couch drinking that detroit kool-aid heading to a couple games i'm fired up so everybody will take a quick break we'll be right back 
Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, I am fired up. I am excited to tell you about one of our new great sponsors. Now, by now... Most of you have probably heard of Reality Sports Online, the powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, it's time to go see what the buzz in the Dynasty fantasy community is all about. Free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first round rookie options, and so much more. Think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is that it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Do you think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your metal. Still not sure? You can test your general manager skills for free in a mock free agency auction. So here's what I need all you guys to do. Head over to Reality Sports Online. You'll hear me talk about it on the show and call it RSO. Head over to Reality Sports Online and check them out right now. Everybody, I want to take a quick pause and tell you about my other Lions podcast. Now, you know, on this show, I serve up that Detroit Kool-Aid on Wednesdays and Fridays. But on my other podcast, that drops on Thursday mornings. That's called Believe. And that's spelled B-L-E-A-V in Lions. Believe in Lions with myself and Lions legendary safety, Benny Blades. That's right. Me and Benny Blades chop it up, talking football. He's hilarious. He makes me laugh. We get in a bunch of arguments. And, you know... He talks about the you all the time. But Benny also talks about the Detroit Lions. He was a great player on the field. He has great stories. Love his football knowledge across the board. We have a bunch of fun. So everybody hit that subscribe button. Find it on your favorite podcast platform. Again, that's Believe in Lions, myself and Benny Blades on the Believe Podcasting Network. Check it out. We thank you so much for the support. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back from the break. Thank you so much for your sponsors. Go to realitysportsonline.com. What, what else I got? I got my thing about Believe in Lions on the Believe Podcasting Network. Sometimes Benny Blade shows up. Sometimes he doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's a great show either way. You got to check that out. Who knows we, what other great sponsors we have, but we love them all. And it's fun having Stefan on the show. That was a good first segment. Now, Stefan, this is when I put you to the test. 
Carrion Johnson's high second round pick got cut by the Detroit Lions. What do you think of this move? Is it going to come back to haunt him? Do you love it? Where are you at with this thing? I mean, I don't love it, but I mean, I totally get it. You know, we got we got the big guy from Georgia. Listen, he's our our, our horse. We got Jamal Williams from Green Bay. He's a definitely you know a solid number two. Like you, you're high in the on the late draft pick, so it all makes sense. There wasn't much room for Carrion. He showed so much promise early on, but I mean, listen, you're running back. You got a bunch of injuries. You only do so much. I mean, I wish the guy well, but I mean, the time was the time was here, and I mean, best of luck going forward. You know, that's that's all I got to say about that. So, so good stuff by you. Good, good takes. I, I guess like my whole thing. I think when you were on here, you know, your first time, the only other time you did show up when I invited you. Um, I think we ragged on Carry On because we were both like, I mean, I don't know about this guy. He's got the got the knee brace from I don't know about his low ankle all the way up to his upper thigh. I mean, uh, the guy doesn't really seem to love football. He loves video games and taking Instagram photos with this, uh, you know, lady friend of his. I mean, I'm sure you're all about that life. But he's like, I I don't know, like that he was going to ever recover from these leg injuries he's had as well as. He just was what he was. Okay, you can block on third down. Congratulations. Like I can go find any stiff that can do that. So I, I put that on on Twitter, and people are like, oh, how do you know he doesn't love football? What has he ever shown to do that? They start tagging carry on like they wanted me and him to have a one-on-one cage match. And I'm just like, I mean, like you said, almost good luck to him. I got nothing against him, but I was kind of done with him on the Detroit Lions. So the fact that Lions saw the same thing I did, like, hey, let's get rid of this guy, put Jamar Jefferson in there, and and Swizzle, and, and Jamal, as you said, the one of the most swaggy, funny dudes of all time. Let's roll with that rather than, you know, you know, peg leg over here. That, that that's, that's what I think is, is best, and I support it, and I'm not trying to fight carry on. He's in Philly. Congratulations. You'll be a fifth <laughs> running back on that team you'll probably be out the league in a couple years working at the bowling alley i mean good luck to you it's all it's all good work i mean if you can get it so um you know no issues there his girl's hot you know he'll be good he'll be uh instagram famous it's all good (laughs) exactly man get that twitter game going or something because football ain't working out too well for you buddy i had high hopes in the beginning i was super high before he got those first couple injuries in the league i was like this is gonna be the best running back we have since burry and then he got a couple injuries and hasn't barely played and when he does he's dropping balls in green bay and you know what he fumble on the one yard line cost us the game against kansas city so yeah i was about done with him at that point so um it is what it is you come you know not for long there in the nfl so we'll see it we'll see um, but, uh, I, I think, you know, hopefully Jefferson can fill that void. Um, let's, let's get off carry on. I mean, it, it'll be interesting. I, I want to see if they bring in a vet as well, because we got some young legs, some good personalities. Hopefully they still land, you know, lean on Swift. I heard somebody the other day talking about, oh, he's got these concussion issues. I'm not so sure about him. Like, I would find ways to get him the football in the passing game a lot more, but it might be nice to bring in a vet that's not Adrian Pearson, um, but somebody that's got a little more juice, a little more dynamic player, but that's kind of a veteran too. So uh, that's what kind of what I'm hoping. But any, any of the yeah, tips bro, we on got, the running so back? Yeah, bro, we got Garrett Blunt still out there. <laughs> no, no, that, that that didn't work out so hot when uh, when Bobby no. Quinn brought him in and he had like one touchdown and a bunch of two yard runs. So no, no thank you on, on Legarrette there. But uh, l- let me ask you this: so there was this article that came out about Dan freaking Campbell. 
You, you know what Dan Campbell might say to you, Stefan, if you didn't show up for the show and you had to deal with your with your BS? You know what he might say? Uh, see you next week, never. You've had enough of that <laughs> <laughs> you would text and be like, "Oh, I gotta go to the orthodontist the one time I gotta come on the pod." He would just, he would just write this back to you. You've had enough of that. <laughs> I mean, you'd say, "Oh, I'd love to do the pod. I'd love to talk football, bro." But my girl said I gotta go shopping. You've had enough of that. <laughs> exactly. So, like Dan freaking Campbell and Brad Holmes, like had this article done about him. I guess they let Albert Breer, who's kind of a dweeb. I hate all those guys. That Monday morning quarterback, Peter King. Peter King, one of the most pompous a holes I've ever seen. He's right up there with the DB and some of these other reporters that think they're holier than thou. But they did this article. I guess they sat in the draft room and they said that Brad Holmes and Dan freaking Campbell were on the same page with everything. Even the juice that we saw on these video clips wasn't, you know, didn't do it justice of how much these guys were pumped up with the picks, how much they collaborated, everybody talking amongst each other, getting fired up, loving the players they got. What do you think about that, man? You gotta, you gotta love that. You always hear about the head head coach GM being on the same page. These guys seem to be reading the same book. They seem to have grown up the same. They have the same values. Like it just seems so on point. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So there's some some credence to the fact that you don't want to be, you know, waxed up and everything. And you want to be able to push back on some things. But I mean, right now, the fact that we're building a whole new culture, a whole new team, like we got to get these young guys all bought in. Dan Campbell's known for having that energy. The players love him. They want to fight for him. Uh, Brad Holmes seems like he's a similar kind of guy. Nothing but good praise from people that have done work with him before. So, I mean, like you said too, it, it's just genuine. These dudes are passionate. They're energetic. They're, 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 uh, they're intense and I think it's going to translate to the team, especially when we're, we're building with, you know, with young people, you know, we got to have them bought in and it's going to be a lot of like hard work and not working other teams until we get the, you know, the depth and the skill around them. Can't agree more, man. That's, that's great stuff from you. And, and like I say, this fired me up as well. Just continuing to hear they're on the same page. Are there going to be some bumps in the road? Of course, but these guys, they seem to see football the same. And there's nothing like having, I mean, I'm trying to think back, like you never heard word one from Matt Millen, but you knew early he didn't have a freaking clue. Then, then they thought, you know, what's a good idea. Let's get rid of Matt Millen, bring in his protege. <laughs> that'll, that'll work out well. That guy was a mute too. He never did anything or said anything entertaining and never showed any emotion. Then they bring in, you know, the New England Patriots stiffs, these guys that, that Bill Belichick didn't want around anymore. These guys act like it's Fort Knox at Ford Field. They got everything on lock and key. The only thing is everybody knows all we're taking is big old offensive linemen and linebackers that can't move. No skill players worth a damn. You know what I mean? And just uh, no fun here in Detroit. So got rid of all that. So these guys are on the same page and they actually enjoy what they're doing. And, and they also know that, yeah, you got to keep some things in house, but you can be a genuine person. You can engage the fan base. You can get people excited. You can be passionate about football and, and just all that being on the same page as well as that genuine side and that excitement and that, that fact that the fan base feels involved now. That's huge. Not only for the team, the franchise, but everybody that loves the Lions, man. Oh yeah. I agree, bro. I agree for sure. So, so here we are again, we're doing shorter segments, shorter show. 
Let, let me ask you this. We've had some fun here. I, I did beat you up in the beginning, but that's kind of what I do on the show. Uh, can I get you to come back for the Friday show, bro? I'm, I'm thinking we got to get you back Friday. I got more things to talk about, and I want to hear your thoughts on them. Can we do that? I got to check my calendar, but, you know, I think I can move a few things around for the for the Kool-Aid cast. You know, pen, pencil me in. Bruh. Thank you, bro. Like, so this is my final question to you. And again, we we might have to end the Friday show with some hype as well. But after this draft, after you recede from Brad Holmes, we have a new quarterback, new receivers, new defense, new pass rushers, new big fellows up front, younger team, more exciting, more speed. What's your expectations now heading into the rest of this offseason and the season? I mean, you fired up. You think they're going to win more games than expected. Can, can they surprise the NFL? Where are you at with everything? I think, you know, one of my biggest rules for life is new is always better. No, but, but no, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, we're, we are going to surprise some people. Just the fact that we're going to have, have people on the same page. We're going to have people bought into actually growing. Uh, we're going to take – like, you know, some of these dysfunctional teams, like a rookie quarterback of the Bears, and some prima donna Aaron Rodgers, you know, I think we, we might come through and uh, give a few, uh, you know, surprise showings and put a few people back on their uh, backside, uh, you know, when they don't come to play against us the, you know, the right way. So I'm looking forward to it, man. I want to just kick, you know, kick the season off and, uh, and see some football. I I really like the fact that he took a shot at that that guy in Chicago from that school we shall not speak of that that school down south you know what I'm saying I wish I had my sound bite but I can't find it uh, but we we Armpit all know of that the nation, baby. we all know that school sucks um, and, and like you say. Aaron freaking Rodgers, that smug piece of garbage. I mean, over here, send your ass to Denver. Nobody wants you in this division anymore. What, you're 38 years old. You finally found a chick that can deal with your miserable ass. Like, like send him out to Denver and, and, and let the Lions have the new up-and-coming team while the Vikings, the Bears, and the Packers are on the way down. I absolutely Ooh, love that take by you. That's incredible stuff by you. So, all right, man, let's close it up on this show. Before we do that, one more glass for the people. Drink it in. Drink it in. Drink it in, man. I, I made it a triple glass with a, with a double side of cornbread. 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 Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Stefan, the king of bros, is coming back Friday to talk more Lions. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the Kool-Aid cast. We'll catch you Friday right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Drink it in, man.